Thanks for tuning in to the hottest talk radio show around. Providing an open discussion for some of the most important social issues and trending topics today. From personal growth or spirituality to sex and relationships, no subject is ever taboo. So prepare to be empowered, enlightened, and entertained during another episode of the award-winning Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Real people, real topics, real talk. Thanks for tuning in. It's Tuesday, April the 16th, 2019. Thanks for tuning in to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. I am your host, Will Strayhorn. It's been a couple of weeks. I think we we weren't here last week. Um, So we're back. It is a nice day in Virginia Beach. Weather, I think, is like in the the mid-70s. Perfect weather, with the exception of the pollen. But anyway, we have a good show planned for you. We have our feature guest is Mr. Jeremy Rodruck, he's actually a martial artist. He's a master at Kung Fu, and he's turned um, a parenting expert. So he's going to talk to us. He has a book about um, raising your best child ever. So he's going to come on at 730 and talk to us about um, his tips on what he's found to be very successful in raising good kids. And if you pay attention to anything that's going on in the news today, um, learning better ways to improve parenting, could probably avoid some of these things that we've seen. I, I was on Facebook and I saw that there was another suicide, another hanging um, from a, I think the little boy, was it a little boy or a little girl? Let me check and see. I think, let's see, 12. It was a little girl. She hanged herself, 12-year-olds 12 12 year hanged herself in her room two days before her birthday, after sharing social media photo of her foot with rest in peace drawn on it as a coroner warns of her intense social media activities in days before death. So, terrible. More bullying taking place there. Um, and just a couple more, a couple, a couple weeks ago, we had talked about on the show, there was, a, I think he was 10 years old, um, that was bullied. I just don't understand. So any of these topics that we talk about tonight, if you want to call in 619-924-9765, we have Ms. Shanika Bell from On Point, which is Nika Bell is coming on. She's going to co-host with me in a few minutes. We're going to talk about something. We were actually at her house uh, last week. I co-hosted her show, and we got. I, I was telling her about my frustration with church, and I know I bantered you know, on and off about this topic. Um, but my fiance and I both have been just discussing our frustrations, definitely not with God, not with, um, our relationships with him, but our relationship with the church and the people who comprise, who people who make up what the body of Christ is, the church. Um, and then I was sharing, um, that I was just like to the point where I don't even enjoy going anymore. Um, I know in throughout the whole seasons, I've talked about me being a member of probably every church in my area and um, just getting frustrated, fed up with different things, different aspects of dealing with people um, and, and leaving church. And I have finally gotten to a place and I'm not even going to say I'm really to the point where I'm ready to leave, but I'm definitely taking a break from the church that I'm in because again, just fed up um, with the people in the church. So um, we're going to talk about that because sometimes you just get fed up. 
you get, you know, I think one of the one of the hardest things to realize is that, you know, a lot of people idolize their pastors and they put them on pedestals and everything. But, you know, I have to, I have to remember in the back of my head that it's just a person. It's just a man. And they're not perfect. They have faults. Um, and I guess because we, they're in the church and they, they portray an image that's holier than thou, we try to make them seem like they're perfect. But they're, they're flawed. They're scarred. They have issues. And they're not perfect. But, you know, I'm just frustrated with the hypocrisy. I'm frustrated with, you know, politics in church. I'm just frustrated with it. Oh, hi, Shanika. How are you? I'm just frustrated with a whole. So, um, Shanika Bell, she just got into the studio. How are you, darling? I am wonderful. How are you? Good. How was the seminar? The seminar, seminar was awesome. Now, is it, was it at one time? No, it's again. So we were um, discussing about the rest of the book. What book? The rest of the year. It's a book. Um, Did you buy it? Leader Gold, Gold you, Leader or Leader Gold by John Maxwell. Oh, and they called me today. John Maxwell is so expensive, but I really want to save the gold. It's like four, five thousand. I wrote, it's, I looked it up. Well, if you get it by Friday, I got, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be a thousand dollars now with a balance of like twenty three hundred, and then they have a training in Orlando you, it, in August. And, and but then March. Um, is another training. So if you do Orlando, your training, your payments are like $800 a month. Cause it's, I think you only says like three months until then and something okay, like that. Right. And then, but if you do and wait to do your in face in right. Orlando in March, your payments would be like 200 or something a month. Oh, but okay. so the guy was here, uh, John Maxwell speaker. Yes. yes. Look how I missed that. And and I talked to them there cause I was like, Oh, that would be beneficial. Cause the first part is the online training yeah. and phone support and stuff like that. And then um, you get to keep all the things and, and yes, it's like a lifetime. Yes, yes. Are you going to do it? I was really considering it. I was really, really considering I think you, it. You, I was because I was looking up his information and then I went into the John Max uh-huh. coaching uh-huh. and I thought, wow, this would be really good if this is something that I'm really, really want to get into. Right. And um, on top of with the, some of the other um Things that I'm doing, such as Toastmasters, I think that that would just flow right in line with the things that I'm already I'm already doing. If you do, well, you have to put well to get this deal, you got to put one thousand dollars down by. Um, he emailed me today, as a matter of fact. I'll, I'll forward you the email okay. to the guy. But it was a good. It was really good. So it's gonna be the what's that? The third Tuesday? the third Tuesday of every month from how, now. How was the crowd? Um, it was actually this time. It was probably about um, maybe so about this was eight or nine. One. Well, he's redoing it because he got so many um, um, good good turnouts from the other one. It was in a high demand, so he's doing it again. Okay. And then so the 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 it's called the first colonial inn. It's a assistant living, not a really well, it's an assistant living and um, independent living. Mm-hmm. So they host it. So some of their employees were there. Were, were there. And then outside people came, but it was really good. It was really, I thought it was really. Um, he gave a lot of good pointers, and it's about it was about being a leader, and because we're hairstylists. Uh-huh. Yeah, they introduce yourself. Yes, yeah, toward at the end, uh-huh. at the end, and then he he gave a presentation, and then we broke down into groups, and then we discussed. Also, was enough people to do groups? Yeah, it was, good. it was like three three to four people per group. It was like oh, so it was okay. like four groups, uh-huh. maybe four three or four groups. And three or four people per group, and then it was a list of questions, and we just discussed those questions. 
give me a hypothetical question. Like, like what? Um, hypothetical question. Um, An how, example question. How could you evaluate yourself to be to have people follow you? Oh, really? Okay. All right. So, so you can can you jump on next month, or do you have to wait till the next time? No, you can come in and, and okay. he was I mean, he was really a nice guy. Really, really a nice guy. So were you gonna download the book, or did you buy it? No, I'm probably going to buy him a hard a hard yeah, copy. I need a hard copy. So we can outline. Yeah. I think that's what I did too. Maybe. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, we were just getting started, and I was telling everybody about my frustrations with the church. Okay. Um, did you see the tweet article? I I did see it. I do have it on my phone. Okay. So, but you know, I actually. Once we were talking about it the other day when I was here, mm-hmm. and I went home and I was doing a little bit of research on uh, religion and mm-hmm. spirituality, and and basically most people's concept was that religion is um, basically the concept of following what somebody else's thought of the Bible, uh-huh. and then spirituality was you having your own um, self awakening, if you will, about thing mm-hmm. and not necessarily pertaining to the Bible. It oh, really? Kinda, it was kind of like... Could it be? Oh. Yes, I, okay. because that's what that's what I was... So it was basically having your own understanding Okay. And um, versus what somebody else is telling you because uh-huh. they're giving you from their perspective uh-huh. of what... I mean, which is like anything. Right. So people are giving you their own perspective of what... what how they perceive... You're defining like, it for yourself. Right. Right. So then, and how you live your life, mm-hmm. and how you treat people, and which, okay, so which, <laughs> yeah, which I, 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 and I was like, wow, okay, but I, I get this, yeah. But the the problem that I was having is because I think that because people, and I'm sure I'm probably going to get a lot of backlash from this, but I just feel like because people are taking the religion, if uh-huh. you will, out of it and doing the spirituality, that we have no um, accountability mm-hmm. to anything, so we just do things. We just okay. if I feel like I want to slap you, I'm just gonna slap you. Uh-huh. If I feel like I want to kill you, I'm gonna kill you. Right. There's no repercussion. It's like I'm not thinking about um, because they what people were saying is like ha- not having a fear of God. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like in mm-hmm. the religious aspect, it was like you would have a fear. It's like mm-hmm. I'm not gonna do this out of fear that I'm going to be punished. Mm-hmm. But but in the religious aspect, I mean, in the spirituality aspect, it's like there is no fear when it comes to God. It's only love. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, I get that. Mm-hmm. But if you don't have a fear of something, right. then it will do uh, anything. Yeah. Anything goes. Is that how they explained it? That's my perception. That's how I was perceiving the whole idea of it. Mm-hmm. So for me... I I could I can I can accept the religious mm-hmm. portion of it the religious part, but I still feel like I need some accountability and not just I'm free will to do right whatever. Because I know, Justin, um, when you say to fear God, then fear God doesn't necessarily mean like you're afraid. That almost like doesn't mean like respect. Or when they say you must you must fear God, it's like something to do out of respect, like. I don't want to do this in front of God. Like far as go kill somebody because the Bible says that should not kill. Certain stuff you guys don't want to do. Plus, like in church, like when I was brought up, you can't smoke on church ground if you smoke. If you did, it was a thing. Like, why would you smoke on a holy temple ground or something mm-hmm. like that? So you did it out of reverence 
of the church and stuff like that to where, like, we don't smoke in front of old people or your mom or your daddy. You don't cook so in front of them. Right. It's a respect yeah. thing. Okay. I don't know if I agree with the fact that if you're spiritual, you don't have a fear. Because they were, the Oprah what? says she's a spiritual person. Well, I don't know if she's ever well, thought about You just about have to read for yourself God. and yeah. take from it what you, mm-hmm. what, you, what you take from it. But I just felt like when I was reading it, uh, when I was reading it, I was getting more like, you know, it, it's not, we, it, we shouldn't have, God should not be a fear. He mm-hmm. is a love. And because I believe he's that. Love. Right. And, my, and it was, that's why my, my complexity is with the word fear. But like, not fear like this, but fear like that. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, right. Yeah. right. The Bible says fear of no man. Right, yeah. right, and then also the scripture, and I'm not, I don't know, that, so forgive me, um, that God gives us the spirit of, I mean, free, free, free will? Uh, no, um, I'm, I'm getting ready to say it wrong. God, God does not give us the spirit of fear, mm-hmm. but that of sound mind and, uh-huh. yeah, love, yeah. And, love and have a sound mind. Yeah. So, go ahead, Shanika. <laughs> Yeah. So then, then I that was the scripture that I was reflecting on mm-hmm. when I when I stopped that and I was like, okay, okay, but how are we not? How are we utilizing this non fear factor? Right. Hmm. Okay. Well, okay. So you you read the tweet thing. So tweet. First of all, tweet. Everybody know back in the what was the nineties? She was a there goes my whatever. She right. was. I really love Tweet. She was almost like one of those um, unsung singers. She really didn't get her props, but she was found by Missy Elliott. Um, but as of late, she had been dating for a long time Jamal Bryant, who now is the pastor of what is it, New Birth? New Birth. Yeah. That Eddie Long was pastor of. Oh. He's a, a big time pastor now. And I don't think he and Tweet are still together. So she was just like in her article, which was online, she had stated that she was done with church that she wasn't going to be going to church anymore. She said, this is what she said, she experienced a culture shock while attending church, and she believes that churches um, exploit Christians for monetary gain instead of caring for their souls. She said, I love God, I have a relationship with God, but you won't see me in nobody's church house. I'm not giving nobody my tithe. 10% goes to nobody. That's it. I'm sorry. So she says she's done with church. So will she be, okay, so she's donating her time. Is she donating her temper? Will she be finding other means of, you know, of, mm-hmm. of donating her or giving her 10% or, you know, what, what, what will she be doing? Or is it, there is no. She, did, she didn't even say that. I don't even. That's a good question. Anybody who's listening and has that answer, please call us at 619-924-9765. But you know what was funny? Last night, because I didn't pay my tithes this week. I didn't do that. Last night, Justin and I were at Walmart, and this woman was in a Mercedes, right? Nice Mercedes. And she was pregnant. It appears she was pregnant. Black lady, young, probably in her upper 20s, maybe. And she had a little girl with her, and then she had maybe like a teenager girl with her. And like when I was getting into my car, my back was turning. She came up behind me, and she was like, "What did she say?" Um, Please, um, Sarah, um, I came always And I'm so embarrassed, so so so. But do you have any money? Blah blah blah. And I was like, I don't have any cash on me. Um, and she didn't feel like she, she didn't feel like she was buying it too much. I was like, well, you know. If you follow me to a gas station, I'll pay for you to get some gas. Now, I, I, you know, she led me to 7-Eleven. I paid for like $10 worth of gas for her. 
But Justin was saying, well, how, why does she, why, if she came from Norfolk, why would she come all the, a whole bunch of things that could have been true. Um, and then when I walked out, she was doing something in the trunk, so it probably was a hoax. But I was like, okay, well, I didn't pay my tithes. That was me giving to the needy or whatever. Right. And in some cases, I mean, and I'm just saying, I don't, I don't know if, I mean, this could be the case or not the case. But in some instances, because a woman is not going to necessarily come out and say, oh, by the way, um, I, I'm, I'm fleeing, I'm fleeing mm-hmm. a situation because mm. my husband is the, and I just packed up all my kids and I just ran out the house with whatever we had. Mm-hmm. And maybe, you know, it was like it was logical to say I'm going in here, I have no money or whatever, versus like say, oh, I'm, I'm fleeing this situation because my spouse could have, per- prob- mm-hmm. you know, perhaps been beating her or whatever. So I mean I'm not I don't know those situations are kind of weird and then you do look at you do look at the things like okay she got this she in this BMW yeah. and then and she pregnant like you know you do but you I mean you just try to take self and thoughts and all that other stuff out of it and then you you know the the things like what would Jesus do yeah <laughs> yeah and then you know this weekend is Easter Sunday so I forgot last week was what what was it Palm Sunday. Justin? Yeah. And I didn't go to church. Um, this is Easter Sunday. Everybody who don't go to church is going to be in church this Sunday. So I'm like, okay, so how, what are we doing? This was supposed to be our weekend. We were going out of town. We want to just chill. I'm sorry. We're going to chill. So then let me ask you about it. Let me ask uh-huh. you if you, okay, so if you, if you decide to, like, okay, just give church a break for a while. Now, will you, will you put your 10% elsewhere? Will you find other uses for it? Will you um? What what will you do? Well, is that a major factor for you, or? It's not necessarily a major factor for me. More so, a major factor for me would be how do I how to maintain the connection with God? What would I do? Would I attend church at home? Would I stream it? Like, cause the past couple Sundays, the church streams live, and okay. I've been up here doing my work, and I will watch it because it plays it on YouTube live. I will watch it. Oh, and then there have been Sundays I would just film my gospel music and I have my devotional right there. I would read that a little bit. Something. Okay. Um, versus sending them the money. I'm sure that's all they're worried about anyway. They will they they probably prefer I just send them the money and stay home anyway. Okay, so let me read, let me read this to you. It says mm-hmm. spirituality versus religion. Both spirituality and religion aim to take an individual towards the ultimate goal of life. A religion does does so by spoon-feeding the individual. Religion gives the person set guidelines and asks him or her to follow. Often, religious beliefs instill fear of God in you and make you do things without questioning them. Mm. Spirituality is worship of self as it believes God resides in you and nowhere outside. Mm. The reasons to do so often remain unexplained. Spirituality is an individual experience of the encompassing effect. A spiritual person finds his own way, travels it alone, and reaches there in a state of euphoria. Following a religion is doing a duty, whereas being spiritual is being who you are. But is spirituality removing God from the equation? Okay, well, let me go on to say, what is religion? Religion is a framework to a way of living life. It is a set of rules that guides its followers and owns its followers. Christianity, Hinduism, Islam... Sikhism, Sikhism, Judaism, Buddhism, and Genesium mm-hmm. are some of the well-known religions of the world. Each of these, each of them indulge in a certain practice of worship to reach God. Whether it's idol worship or worshiping nature or scriptures, each of these religions is, is guideline for worshiping. They are governed by beliefs designed by 
sages and saints who practice them. Religious faith and beliefs have been formed to some extent by cultural conditioning. World religions have been passed on to us over generations. They take from the formed traditions and customs which decide the way we live our lives. In totality, religion is where sets is what sets our lives in direction and in a large way grooms us. Mm-hmm. Okay, so spirituality is is not bound by any rules. Uh-huh. It does not follow any religion and neither does it adhere to any set of principles. Spirituality is the art and science of self-realization. It's a practice of knowing each part of your body. Being spiritual means awakening the very spirit of being who you are. It means to recognize what you are made of. It can seem complex in the beginning. However, all of us are spiritual beings. It is just a matter of realizing it. Spirituality is a walk towards the ultimate goal of your life. In essence, it's your journey to find yourself. There are many schools of thought that believe in uniting with the pure mental and physical being by meditating. Meditation is focusing on breathing, which is very reason for existence. Um, spirituality against religion will no longer be a debate for you if you can see beyond it. Beyond it lies the task of finding your purpose of life, fulfilling it and living it wholeheartedly. Today I can finally find the words to answer my mother who thinks I'm an atheist. Atheism does not mean not believing in God. God is a supreme power, the ultimate goal, the eventual destination, or universal belief. An atheist may not believe in an idol, but he sure does believe. The fact that one believes is good enough to set them on the path. Life has in store for them. So spirituality versus religion does not matter as long as you are ready to explore this life, the only one that you have. So I, I I don't know. It, it, it is definitely worth um, the continued mm-hmm. um, study mm-hmm. to just see the various um, opinions about religion and spirituality. But I just feel it's like... It's almost like a journey. It is. And, and I could take some teachings from the spirituality mm-hmm. um, realm and apply them to my life as far as meditation, finding myself, mm-hmm. you know, and all that. But I just still feel like, I mean, because because I was brought up on the Word mm-hmm. of God. Like, yeah. that's, what, that's what I... But that's what I'm trying to figure out. Can you still encompass some of that? I, I believe so. Okay. I believe so. So, from what the first part of what you were reading, it sounds like, because it was like you're abiding by a group of rules. Because every church or every denomination has their rules. Mm-hmm. That which and I think when I think about what it is that disappoints me about church, it's that set of rules that the churches right. go by. Right. Like I said, I've always said, it's not my relationship with God. Um, that's fine and that's developing. It's just these rules that these people go by, and then some people don't know how to how to not take them so what's the word figuratively or um, literally. Well, and then the thing too about it is in this point because this from this from the the um the workshop that I just went to, people don't want to stand up to the leader. Yeah. People don't want to address the leader because they feel as if the leader is who's guiding, mm-hmm. but the guidance is not always. And it's not that you're questioning questioning the pastor or the leader, but some things I just feel like in your spirit, if it's not if it's not sitting well with you. And then you are going to continue to support this perfect person. If somebody comes in and says, you know, I, I am broke mm-hmm. and I need help. I've been, you know, and really as if the situation, I, I am running. Like, I'm literally running out of my situation. I need some assistance. Can you please? And it's like, oh, no, you, are, you, don't, you don't attend this church. Mm-hmm. You don't, like, 
somebody or they go look to see if you've been tithing to the church. Right. Yeah. Right. If somebody needs to be able to stand up and say, This is not this mm-hmm. is not the foundation of the church. Uh-huh. This is not what the church is for. And I and you know, and I think that, you know, I think leaders um are not necessarily leading is is like they're um it's not leading to groom other leaders. Mm-hmm. It's like if you have this 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 person, but you're not grooming a tier of people to lead. Oh yeah. So you know, and then it's like you're the only one that's making all the decisions. You're the dictator. You're the you mm-hmm. know you're this, and it's like, and that's it. Nobody is like okay, we, we're not gonna question so pastor. Often so many people keep on this pedestal too. Right. Yeah. We're not gonna say nothing to pastor. Yeah. Right. You know, pastor, pastor. You know, but yeah. So, yeah, I'm still praying on what to do about this whole thing. I'm thinking I'm going to do a post tonight, you know, spirituality versus religion, and see what I can hear, see what some people post as to what they feel the difference is. But you, I can tell. I mean, can't you tell, like, the people, like, when you're having conversations with people, like, um, like now, like I said, even when I went to the, when I went to the, uh, to the workshop and he was saying, well, I'm a, I'm a, um, a believer. I mm-hmm. think he said that. Maybe he, he said, yeah, I think he said I'm a believer. And he, well, no, he didn't say I'm a believer. He made a reference to it, but he was like, but if you're not, just take this as a story. Mm-hmm. Like, uh-huh. <laughs> you know, so he was making a biblical, biblical reference, uh-huh. but you know, but he had to clean it up and say, you know, but if you're you not, just, yeah. just, just take this as just a story that I'm selling yeah. or whatever, or whatever. But you know, it's just like it was. It was a time that it, we didn't have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, we're we're really super sensitive, super sensitive right, right now. So yeah, you can't. You have to be careful who you offend. Um, but so, this is a question about the presentation. Was he? How was his presentation still? Were they? He's hilarious. Well, he, and he, and he was, he's good. He's good. Really? And that's what he said. He's all his life. He would always, he would always, he was always the public speaker uh-huh. in high school and everything he said he was. But he's really good because he, he has a, he, he gives the, the point uh-huh. and then he has a story. Uh, okay. And that's what pulls you in is uh-huh. the story. And he always makes a reference to something that he's heard or, you know, back to John Maxwell or mm-hmm. somebody that's on the team or a story that brings it together, which I like that about him. And he's, 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 um, Excuse me. He is humorous, mm-hmm. and I like a humorous mm-hmm. storyteller speech. Yeah, because it just it just it calms the room, and it it makes you understand. So I, I like him. I like him. So. Okay. All right. <laughs> he sounds wonderful. I can't wait to see yeah. him next week. All right. So did you see Wendy? What so much? I posted so much stuff with Wendy Williams this week because okay. so much has been going on. So the first thing, okay, so she was like, um, her and her son were going to, what, they were, the husband was going to go away, and then her and the son, they were going to do something on their own. Today, that was like just a few minutes ago, is he's been fired as the show's executive producer. And she said, allegedly, she, he's been given 48 hours to get his things out of the, the, the home in New Jersey. And then the Ferrari, the Ferrari that he bought, the girlfriend, has been possession has taken been taken back of that. See, that's funny because people were trying to act as if he he had his own money. So well, I know his money came from him being executive producer of the show. So unless he had had his own money, he'd been stocking it up. But every time I see a picture of him, he in a different car because I knew he had bought a Rolls Royce. They had like 
one day they were saying that he was just leaving the studio and that he was getting ready to go see the baby. And he was in a in a Rolls Royce. Then I saw him like in a sports car. And then he said that he just bought the girl a Ferrari. So a lot of that must be Wendy's money. It has to be. I wish. Wow. That's interesting. Very interesting, but, you know. And then I was, the sad news about the 12-year-old that committed suicide. Oh, yes. I'm just, I'm I'm just, I just, I don't know. I'm really, um, I'm just trying to get at a place of what it is that I'm really wanting to have my focus on. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if it's these babies or these um, women that are end up in these domestic um, abusive domestic violence mm-hmm. situations because I think it was like two domestic situations that I read about and the one where the guy he his I, I don't know if she was his wife or his girlfriend and she was nine months pregnant, and mm-hmm. he shot her, shot her son, who was like. Oh, was that the one that you were telling me about, Justin? And then shot himself. Oh, who was that telling me about? Or was that you telling me today about the person who shot someone he thought was cheating on him? Was that you? that wasn't you, was it? No, actually, that was on. Um, that I saw that. Um, no, like he he thought that she was cheating on him, so she he. And then he didn't kill the son because the son looked like him. Okay, so the baby was no, that was, the, actually was under a bed. Or yes, and he said that he didn't. And she was a, it was a girl. It was a girl. Oh, okay. That he didn't kill the baby because she was a lot like him. A lot like him. Yes, he he he. That she reminded him of himself. Uh huh. So he didn't. That's why he didn't kill her. And then he drove to the. So were they cheating? Because I heard the word. He thought they were cheating. Yeah, I don't know if he ever really confirmed that. Uh-huh. I'm not. I'm and not, he I don't know. He wasn't smart enough. Oh, my client told me that at the shop today. Um, and he didn't have sense enough to kill himself. Um, no, but you know, he he didn't. But this is this is this this whole situation that, that scares me because then that which goes back to what I'm saying about yeah, the spirituality no and the religion, right? No. And what. When did we, okay, so when I was in elementary school, like, there was one, like, in my whole, like, growing up years mm-hmm. that a, now, I'm, you know, there were obviously situations of, of men abusing, physically abusing women, women, but it was never a killing situation, mm-hmm. and it was only one situation when I was in elementary school that that happened to a family that I knew, but... Like he, like here of late, it's just like it's happening over and over and over and over. And then it's like okay, and we're and we're moving on. And nobody to me is like nobody is recognizing this as being a problem mm-hmm. because I'm like, when did we get so comfortable where men are like, you don't get to live. So I'm gonna kill you because I think that you're cheating on me. Like where is the like? I'm just gonna walk away. Why can't you? Why? Why? Where's Where's the missing link of just walking away? Like walk away, so you feel like I, I can't walk gonna, away. I'm gonna take your life because I feel like you're, you're passing down judgment on somebody. Like why? Why? And you and then because to me, if you feel like you have the right to pass down the judgment, then you are just like Jesus, and you're walking the water because that means you mm-hmm. make no mistakes ever. Like you, everything that you have done has been 
a-okay and you've never made any type of mistakes at all. Even if somebody silently thought about taking your life, they didn't. They didn't do it, right. Well, and, um, yeah. and what about the, did you see about the 24-year-old that threw the five-year-old? I, I still can't make any sense of that. I still Well, well I was watching the day because he was in court, and evidently he said that he went with intentions to kill somebody. That was his intentions when he went to the mall because he was actually banned from the mall. Yeah. For throwing like a glass or what did he do? A bottle or something? He threw some something else before, and he was banned. And this time he just picked up the boy and threw him over. And I thought he had, the little boy had died, but then they they were saying that he had life threatening. Yeah, he has life threatening. Um, Can you imagine? And the mama is like the mama was yelling, and I'm just like, like what would possess you to be like, okay, it's you. And just pick up somebody in a shot and just throw them three levels over? Like, what, what is going on in your mind? See, this is the thing. This is what's bothering me. Mm-hmm. Because I have to then go back to your upbringing. And I have to go back to people instilling values, morals and values in their children. And then the outside influences that they have. Because, again, which goes back to the couple of, time, the, a couple of um, shows before, Listening to the things that your child says, listening to mm-hmm. the things that they're listening to, yeah. watching when their attitude changes, when they're more angrier or less more calm or, you know, things like who, the friends that they're hanging out mm-hmm. with. If they, you know, are like people who act like they don't know when their daughters um, get pregnant. It's like you don't remember buying any feminine products yeah. at all for nine months. Yeah. You know, you didn't, you didn't, she don't have Where no job. Right. right. Or you didn't notice that her t-shirt size went up from a mm. medium to an extra large. Like you didn't, you didn't realize any of this stuff. So it's just like, you know, it, to me, I mean, even though he's 24, but still like, I'm he, sure, but like I said, it wasn't the first time. Right. Yeah. Right. So my thing is like, you know, it's 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 you know things are saying you know more and more is like people are suffering from mental illness people are suffering from mental illness people are suffering from mental illness but again and like i always say too it's not until people go to jail now probably many stories are going to come out uh-huh. like oh yeah you know two years ago he had beat up somebody mm-hmm. like why didn't you know what at the warning sign yeah that is okay. Something I don't know, but you know what? We're going to take a quick break and come back um, so that we can continue on and have another hot topic that I want to discuss. Okay. So we'll be, we'll be right back. You've been listening to Let's Face It with Bill Strayhorn and Friends. We'll be right back. This is Betty White. I know you don't need one more thing to worry about, but listen high blood pressure can cause kidney damage, blindness, heart attack, stroke. And you can have high blood pressure even if you feel all right. One in seven adults has it, but it's easy to get your blood pressure checked, and you can treat it if it is too high. So don't worry about it. Don't ignore it. Just see your doctor and check it out. For your free booklet, visit the Will Rogers Institute at wrinstitute.org and find us on Facebook and Twitter. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English... I learned that I'm disgusting. And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. 
And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. What's going on, everybody? This is Neo for LifeBeat. The music industry fights AIDS. When you're drunk or high, all you want to think about is what feels good. But think about this. Two Americans under the age of 21 are infected with HIV every hour of every day. Don't become another statistic. Use protection. To learn more about HIV and AIDS, log on to www.lifebeat.org. Respect yourself. Protect yourself. You are now listening to Let's Face It with Will Strayhorn and Friends. Now back to the show. Welcome back. Okay, so... You were saying something about Cam Newton. I was shocked when I heard about that, yeah. too. I don't know why, I guess. <laughs> you think all ballers are doing this and everything, that, but, you know, tell us about that story. Yes. Okay, so let me just ask you, um, would you ever consider being in a, in a marriage or in a relationship practice, practicing celibacy? In a marriage, no relationship. In a relationship, initially or forever until you get married. Maybe like a year. I've done it. I've done that before. Um, okay, well, let's just say in a marriage, you you you, you don't. Marriage, think- uh-uh, why? Is it for some like we seek, seeking God? What? Wait, what is, what's the, no, but I, I, I'm I don't understand the marriage. Why? why? I mean, why? I guess it would. It would it would depend on what your reason because some people go for a spiritual awakening. It right. depends on what we're doing. It we're already married now. That's all we got. You're right. You're right. Would well, you? Um, I mean, not on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, I see, mine was on purpose either, but I did it a couple of years actually. But um, well, it wouldn't be because I was yeah. trying not to. I so mean, what did Cam do? So Cam. So it says um, this month, which was in April. Yeah. It's like this month mark this month marks a year since I last had sex. It's not necessarily for any religious reason. I'm not abstinent and haven't taken any special vow. Homegirl is just at a commission and quite frankly in need Ooh. of a tune-up. But according to Cam Newton, taking a break from sex can actually help you level up and grind. And, I mean, level up on your grind. Mm-hmm. Intermittent. Intermittent celibacy is the name of the game for this 29-year-old quarterback and father of three who says that not having sex ultimately boosted his productivity, which is funny because, well, okay, I, I don't know I don't know much about sports, but I know I do know that a lot of hard work, both mentally and physically, is done in the off season. Mm-hmm. Last month, he explained to James Corden on the Late Late Show. Um, for example, in January, Cam decided that he would give gambling a break and avoid placing any bets. In February, the football star gave up his pescatarian lifestyle to go vegan for 28 days, and in March, he gave himself a different kind of challenge, one that he hopes will take him all the way to the Super Bowl. Cam Newton says that giving up sex was hard, but it also felt rewarding. Um, 
to give it up. To give it up. Um, he was like, he felt like it was a sense of accomplishment, and so he was going to ask some of his teammates to do, to the, do same. the same thing mm-hmm. and get cut out. Right. Uh-huh. And he was like, and hopefully it will help them make it to the Super Bowl. And he was like, because without them having sex, he was like, and hopefully win it, because if not, then he's going to have a lot of women cussing him out. Yeah. <laughs> so I want, is he trying to say that it's a distraction, that too many men focus on it? And so this will give children. you something to redirect your focus? Um, let's see. Fasting or abstaining from the things we want is a practice that has been used for decades, usually for political or religious reasons, but Cam's case is quite different. While mm-hmm. there is no scientific evidence that abstaining from orgasms is beneficial, the Carolina Panthers quarterback says that the, thir- the last 31 days have changed his life in ways he couldn't he couldn't have imagined. So he's 30... Okay, so the the... the uh, person who wrote the article, he was saying a year. So Cam is kind of at 31 days. Um, so he's at 31 days of abstinence, and he says have changed his life in ways he could he couldn't have imagined. Those 31 days have changed my life in ways that I have never probably would have even expected. I felt stronger mentally as well as physically. Felt clean. I just see things differently. So. Um, He says that it has changed. It has changed my life in, in incredible ways. I am gonna change everybody on my team to not ha- have no climax for the whole football season. Mm, 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 mm. Well, I mean, God bless them. Depending on, and I could, I mean, I could, I could see, I could see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, because even when you choose to, if you choose to um, fast from certain things, yeah, and you get like. I can tell when I have eat, like if I've cho- if I've eaten chicken or if I've eaten like anything outside of fish products. Mm-hmm. Like I can tell. Like I feel heavy. My I, like my my thoughts are not clear. Really? Yeah. I can. My joints start to hurt. Like I can tell when um, when I've consumed mm-hmm. way too much because I just can't think. It's like I can't think straight. I don't so. know if I can tell. I just eat so much of everything that I can't really. I wonder. I think. I wonder how I would feel if I could cut out sugar. I can't do it for a year, I'd die. But if I could do a month with no sugar. If you think, okay, so this is what, um, I had went to this class, and um, the young lady who was a facilitator of the class said mm-hmm. that her son told her that if she gets a craving for sugar, to, eat it, to have some orange juice. Now, long back, back when the Atkins um, diet was mm-hmm. popular, I would always, like if I had a sugar craving, I would always just get a spoonful of, peanut butter, mm-hmm. and then sometimes I would put honey on it, and then that cut the craving. Really? Uh, look, give me that recipe like again. Peanut butter? I love peanut butter. Okay, uh-huh. so just a small full of peanut butter, and you can put some honey on it if you want, or just eat this peanut butter. And then it and would do that? I'm going to try that. Justin don't like peanut butter, but I would try that. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Okay. I think a, a lot could be accomplished if I could cut sugar. I just, and not, like you said, I crave sugar sometimes. Yeah. And you crave sugar because you, you're, when you have sugar, you crave it more. Oh. So that's why you, so once you have that, that cupcake, then uh-huh. you want more because the sugar craving yeah. is, is there. And that's so, why I eat all of the cupcakes. Right, right. So if you find, if you have a, you know, that one, because you're just, it's mind of a matter. Yeah. It's just your, your brain is just wanting something sweet. So the, with the peanut butter, it has the sweet salty. Uh-huh. So it just cuts Neutralizes all that. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Okay, so you, you've been getting on me a lot about my prices in the shop. 
And, you know, Gail King, Gail King, Oprah's bestie, who's coming into her own finally. So she's in contract renegotiations with CBS. Okay. Um, currently, she's paid $5.5 million. That's her annual salary. But she wants double. Okay. And CBS is trying to figure out um, her deal was supposed to have been signed earlier in the beginning of the month, but they haven't finalized the details. And people are saying because um, CBS, you know, they were the ones with the guy, Les Nunez or whatever. Okay. Who um, his wife was on the talk. Right. Who had right. the thing and they had to pay him all this money. So they were saying, you know, they don't know if the money is there to pay her $11 million right okay. now. Um, but it says, okay, so it says, it's not like CBS News can all of a sudden find ABC or NBC money. Um, it has to come from somewhere. So they suggested that the president, who who's the new president, Susan Zerzinski, needs to be able to find an extra pot of cash to spend on new talent. But they said that um, the big priority is keeping Gail. The only thing that would really hurt CBS News at this present moment is losing her. So do you think if she doesn't get the money, do you think she would leave? Because I know you're big about knowing your worth and charging what you're worth. And Well, again, back to the presentation. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I think that for her to ask for that amount of money, mm-hmm. she must feel that um, the what she's offering the network right what she's offering is well worth the extra 5 million dollars mm-hmm. that she's that she's asking for now i've only seen her i've only seen her with the r kelly um right. interview to me that was like oh wow Gail is good i mean the the little table of people who i don't think any of them are like a list a list people i think most of those people are on good morning america but to me, they all blended well together on their level. But when I saw Gail's interview with R. Kelly, that just like catapulted her to another level. And I'm, I'm wondering if that's where she's pulling it. Well, from. if you if you saw the after the after interview when they were all sitting at the um, at in, at the station and they were having a conversation about it, they were all basically applauding her. Yeah, uh, everybody was. was right. Yeah. Uh, you know. You know. And her, her, her. My favorite line is Robert. Yeah, Robert. Robert. <laughs> Robert. Yeah. But you know, mm-hmm. um, so I think that. But that's you not know, your fault anyway. Yeah. Well, it is, but you know what? It's like this. Um, if you don't put it out there, mm-hmm. then you never know. And if I can say, mm-hmm. I want eleven million dollars, and you can come up with it, mm-hmm. then fine. If I say I want eleven million dollars and you don't come up with mm-hmm. it, now it's, 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 it's back it's, in my yeah. But right, so it's a, it's 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 always like at, at a yard sale. It's like start high, mm-hmm. right, 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 <laughs> right. Start high, and then we can negotiate from from there. Yeah. Um. You know, and then we'll meet in the middle. So maybe that was her plan. It's like let me start high, and then you know if I get it, grand. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, but I know that at least it won't be where I am. Yeah. Did you get all that from that class tonight? <laughs> I missed a good class. Yeah, okay. That's true. So, okay. Case in point. Okay, so we 
been looking for a new photographer. Well, we actually decided on one tonight, but I was dealing with a, a guy that I had worked with a couple of years ago when he was just starting out, but he's gotten really, really, really good. Okay. So I checked out his website. It was wonderful, but his packages were like 3000 something like that, which is out of our budget for what we wanted because um, we didn't want any albums or anything. We really just wanted the digital images so that we can do what we want. Okay. Being in the industry, we know how to work with pictures. Right. So, you know, we can get our own things printed. But um, even when he came back, it only came down maybe like three or four hundred dollars. So it was still like twenty three hundred dollars, which was out of our budget for that. Okay. Um, but I was like, you know, I can't be mad at him for knowing his worth. Right. You know, and when I told him, I, I typed text and then erased him. I can't say that. So I was just trying to figure out the right words to say that you know we were going to go some other other route. And I think I ended up saying, um, thank you for the quote, but we're going to go in another direction. But you know. I'll catch up with you later. Well, I mean, but I think it's nothing wrong with saying that that was, we 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 have a, we're in a, but, I mean, because people, usually that's what people say, what is your budget? Uh-huh. Because it, then if yeah. you say, because usually people have different packages. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, so well, within your budget, mm-hmm. this is the package that I have for your budget. And then it's like, okay, so, you know, and then you make your decision based on, okay, this is still fits with, it still fits uh-huh. within your budget, but is this what you want? So I don't think that there's any problem saying, okay, we have a budget and we did, that's not what we allow. It for that particular, uh, you know, I didn't thing. even think that, Ralph. Okay. So, you know, so I just, but again, I, was, I think that I was about to say, oh, we just won the contest. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. So, you know, so, but I, again, I think that, you know, when you, um, I mean, because we talked a lot about, you know, um, selling people. Um, and it's easy to say, so like, it, like you were saying, like going up on your prices, it's mm-hmm. like, okay, um, what do, what do you, to say, okay, look, I'm going to be going up on my prices, mm-hmm. and again, like I told you, um, supposed to be for May, but I have not gotten myself to okay because in Mazani, Mazani training, we talked about it. We talked that we were taught that the the time, if you're in a position where you have too many clients, like you're overbooked, overworked, your prices are too too low. That's when you go up on your prices because it's called ventilating your. You need to ventilate your your clients. Okay. Because you're in excess, you're in demand. It's like supply and demand. But have you when you when you're not booked, it's not time to go up on your prices. Okay, but this is the day and era that most of your clients will be millennials. Millennials are if it's not if I'm not paying three four hundred dollars for a weave, it's, it's no good. Four, oh really? Well, I don't do a lot of millennials though. But it, soon you will have a lot of millennials mm-hmm. because even though they your older clients you have to think about your older clients will begin to fade out. Dying. You're mm-hmm. right, and then you know then you're you're going to you know their children or their grandchildren or mm-hmm. their whatever. But I was going to say that you know it's what you're offering. It's a it's a total package. Mm-hmm. But see if you if you it's like okay well I don't feel like um well dang you know I wear jeans. And, and just a t-shirt to work every day. So how can I go up on my prices? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, if you start, if you put on a blazer, mm-hmm. or if you put on a tie, or if you put on a bow tie, or if I, you know, if I put on a skirt and mm-hmm. some heels, and you know, and I change, put on some makeup and do my, my hair, then I can come in and say, okay, the vision and the mission has changed. Mm-hmm. So now <laughs> with the vision and the mission changing, mm-hmm. the prices will increase we'll because I am going to be adding in you know, things mm-hmm. for you. I, I'm going to have Wi-Fi. I'm mm-hmm. going to have the the um, the uh, charger mm-hmm. uh, area where you could charge your phones. I'm going to have snacks that are going to be free for mm-hmm. you. I'm going to, so all these other amenities that come with it, then you can uh, <laughs> Snacks? Wi-Fi? Girl, you just 
You just sold that, but thank you. <laughs> I like that. With that charging station, that's nice. Those are things that are nice um, amenities that don't cost you a lot. Right. Because it's just you buying an Apple charger and a and a, a Galaxy charger, whatever, Samsung charger, and having that Arian saying, you can charge your thing. Yeah, and that book um, that I told you to read that you haven't read yet. Um, it says, he said, which stuck out to me, he said, if you want to sell what Shanika buys, you have to see things through Shanika's eyes. Basically, what would she enjoy? Mm-hmm. So the type client that I really want to appeal to, which are like the entrepreneurs, the CEOs, the executives, that's really who I want my ideal client to be. Those type things, especially not, do you have to have a license to do like, on Fridays when you serve like champagne or whatever they can actually no in um at Phoenix there I see a lot of there's a couple of people I've seen who serve their clients uh-huh. wine who um who have um refriger I mean pretty a lot of them already have refrigerators but who serve their clients wine mm-hmm. and I don't I don't think that it would be um I don't I don't I don't just so we can just make sure you monitor because what you would be held responsible or something yes uh, I know my brother said just put the um. Your salon is like a spa, or your barbershop is like a spa, and you don't have to have an alcohol license. Because spas can um, serve alcohol and make sure they don't get drunk because you'll be held liable if they kill somebody or kill themselves. Right, so then I think that it's, it's, a, it's a one glass minimum, mm-hmm. and then, you know, at that point. Maximum. Right, right, maximum. So, and then you just, you know, have water, but if you have things that are, you know, available and they know that they can come in and they can get, or even if you have an area where you have cocoa or coffee or things like that when people come in. So the things like that, so things like now. Um, now, I'm not big on having a TV in the salon. Mm-hmm. My husband thought that it would be a good idea, but I'm just not big on having a TV. you like music? I do like music. And when I went to a... Um, when I went to Orlando last year and I went to um, nausea mm-hmm. class and she, she gave us a couple of um, uh, people to listen to that was, cause she was like, you, you should just be upbeat. It should be upbeat in your mm-hmm. salon and things like that. And then she was trying to, you know, telling us different things that we should wear that still look the part, mm-hmm. you know, in the salon. And then you can say, you know, I'm charging, but if I'm going in there with, you know, one day I have on um, jeans mm-hmm. and, and you know, in my T-shirt, and I'm not looking the part. Like, if you know, and 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 we do get concerned with wearing, like, okay, well, I'm messing up my clothes. That's, or, that stopped me. Right. Yeah. I'm messing up my clothes. I don't want to mess up my clothes. But you know what? Um, when I go into the doctor's office, I wouldn't want to see my doctor. In some Bermuda shorts. <laughs> right. right. And oh, do you would, think? Okay, so you think clients look at that? I think clients look at us. Yes, I think the clients look at us. Aye, and then, aye, aye, and, then yeah. and I think that clients want to be like, like in the back of their hearts and their minds. Because the first thing, like, a lot of times when my clients come in, it's like, oh, your hair. That's the first thing they do uh-huh. is look like, oh, your hair is so pretty. Like, oh uh-huh. my gosh, I've never seen you in braids. Oh, what do you think? Have I never had braids? What do you think? I would, do you think? Because clients, clients want to be. I don't want to say they want to be like you, but they do what you do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so if you, you know, anything, I mean, like, I mean, I've had on clothes and boots and, and it's like, oh, I got this. So go to this website and look this mm-hmm. thing up because you are their fashion icon, mm-hmm. if you will, to them. Because if they're school teachers, they all are pretty much dressing the same. Mm-hmm. If they're, you know, if they're working, I mean, I don't know, but you, you, you are kind of like the fashion eye for them. So they look at you and, you know, and they, they draw, they're like, oh, okay, and that's especially, nice. yeah. Especially if you proclaim to be 
coaching in certain areas. Right. Because even you, like even with like certain things when I've seen you wear certain things, like I'm taking taking it back to my husband. And like, uh-huh. what do you think about this? What yeah. do you think about you know when yeah, I, I see a guy? I used to do it. You know, a nice. I mean, but if you you know at least if I would say even two times a week, if you do yeah. at least just to kind of get that because people will take you. People will start to treat you differently. They do, yeah. And, My image is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so when you say, "Oh, it's it a, has it's been a total just, experience," right? And so when you go from fifty dollars to sixty-five, and you say, "It's just sixty-five dollars," mm-hmm. you know, and they're like, "Oh, okay, <laughs> okay." Because just like when we, when the guy, um, um, where we, oh, <laughs> <laughs> our tax guy. Uh huh. So then every time we go, you know, it's like last year it kind of went up like a hundred dollars, uh-huh. and then like this year it kind of went up like another hundred dollars. Uh-huh. But Jeed, really? all the t- like, who are you go to? All the time, um, Jr. With the dreads? Yes. Okay, I used to go to him. Yes, and oh, independent. Yeah. Yeah. And I you do. know that he, you know, he he lives in one of the high rise down at, uh, well, okay, not to put his bill out. Where? In Norfolk. In, no, well, I Okay. But, um, but you know. Yeah. But, but I told my husband, I said, and now he has a whole, um, he has a website now where he has, I don't know if he's an image, cause I don't know, I don't know, but he uh-huh. had my husband, like, his card and stuff and was selling. But, you know, like, I, and I told my husband, I said, well. I was like, well, he, I mean, he doing our taxes. Yeah. He, he. My client, they said the same thing. She was like, she like going to him. Cause she said, he's always, she said the same word. He's always G'd up. <laughs> I mean, she said, I was like, well, how old it, is it to be G'd up? But he's never, I have never seen him cast like never. Like, really? You know, G- yeah. He's never. been in my church that I used to go to. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, but he, but I, I said, you know, I, but I told my husband, I said, well, that's what we pay for. Mm-hmm. So I expect to see him in a nice suit in the day. Well, that exactly. I don't, I'm going to be like, well, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you went down a hundred dollars now. Oh, you, well, you have given me some good tips. Thank you. And these are things. Okay. Oh, just, yeah, okay. Sure. Because just like the little the the class that we had went to with the doctor at the library with in salon. Uh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And he was just saying the same thing. He was like the yeah. guy. He was like, if I just take you and put, if, even if you had on uh, some jeans, but. Just put on a nice collared shirt and a bow tie or a tie or whatever. Not wearing nobody's tie. Okay, well, a bow tie or... Maybe I'll uh, even just get a jacket. Maybe I'll get, like, because he wears his trichologist lab jacket to work. Right. And I bought a black, um, I bought a black, um, um, what do you call them? A lab jacket Mm -hmm. with a... Yeah. So I bought a so so even even if you've seen me if you if I just had on something black I still have on the black lab mm-hmm. black jacket because everybody expects to see you know stylists mm-hmm. like oh y'all always wear black you know or whatever but even if you know even if you just that one blazer that you are always going to wear to mm-hmm. work you know and it doesn't have to be anything expensive mm-hmm. but if you throw it on you still look professional and your you know your clients totally see you see you different than you know. You know, it's, and it's and it's like when you go on your website, you suppo- you're supposed to look like what your website looks like. Mm. Well, they, I know they'd be looking around, <laughs> peeping in the door a couple times. I said, "What is that?" Him? <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So, so then, I have to know. definitely work on those things. That's okay. And, but then I wonder if you have, like, in your situation where you're a solo salon, but if you're in a salon, my coworkers aren't going to dress like that. Sometimes. The co-owner comes in, literally gets out of bed, shirt, wrinkle, everything. So would you just be responsible for your chair? Well, okay. 
even though the but there's no you're the salon because see sometimes that um people act different you know it's like if you if you make a difference within then people will start saying you know whereas they would bring food then you now you have to ask the question can i still bring food in mm-hmm. and eat you know mm-hmm. can i bring my drinks in here and eat because mm-hmm. you know because you're you're making renovations mm-hmm. inside so then it's like okay so then you you know and and unfortunately and i hate to say that but sometimes when you're trying to build a team, a mm-hmm. quality team of people, you you are going to get what you what you're going to attract what's surrounding you. Yeah. So if you have a salon that's just like anything goes, then mm-hmm. you're going to attract the people with anything, the anything goes. goes. Right. So, but if you have your, if you, you know, if you're making some renovations and you're upgrading things, that's why I say even with my, my salon and me changing what I, because I wanted people to feel bright and inspired and like a bed of roses, mm-hmm. like you're getting your hair done and you're beautiful. That's what I wanted to see. So I had to surround myself around the things that I wanted to see. Mm-hmm. And I want to feel rosy when I come in here. Mm-hmm. I want to feel bright. I want to feel like, okay, like I'm, I'm fine. I mean, I even go so far as to rub lavender on my hands because I want to feel relaxed mm-hmm. and calm. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, those things, if you start making those things, and then you won't have to worry about it because then people will be like, oh, he bougie, I can't work in there. Mm-hmm. They will start to weed themselves out. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. it's like, okay, this is not what I'm wanting. So mm-hmm. if you start changing the things on the TV, if you start playing music that's mm-hmm. You know that you know um, Osanlada or mm-hmm. you know things like that and jazz and mm-hmm. make it that type of atmosphere. People will begin to weed themselves out because that's not what they are wanting, or mm-hmm. they're either conform mm-hmm. or they'll weed themselves out. Right. So. Right. Okay. When well, I went to IKEA today, I w- have you been there yet? No, I have not. Uh, we were rushing because we had to. We were going to get his car, which was still not ready. He's upset about that. But um, and then. Other stuff, but I was just like, oh my god, I could build my whole house. I saw stuff for the shop, and oh, I signed up for my lash class. I might need you on May twentieth. That's when the, she don't have anything until May twentieth. It's a Monday. Okay. Um, because okay. I need to do it. I need to be a model. I asked Paula, but she don't know if she can do it. Okay. But then again, I was like, oh, Shanika's off on Mondays, so I didn't want to unask her. I said, but if you can't do it, I have somebody who should be available. Okay. But um. I can't think of anything else. That's, that's, it was a good conversation. Yeah, that's really a good, good. conversation. That's I'm going to still study on this spirituality because I'm. I don't want to feel like I'm doing anything wrong. I don't want to. Definitely don't want to feel like I feel like because I feel like some people like when I look at Oprah and how she said I'm more spiritual. Now I feel like when certain pe- black people get to a certain area, mm-hmm. the religion that got them through is not good enough anymore. So all of a sudden you become spiritual, and you. And it seems to me it's like they remove God from the situation, which I really don't want to do. What I want to remove from the situation is the politics and all the hypocrisy that comes along with being in church. Right. That's what I don't want to deal with. So if it's just I don't go to church and I just go to God, then that'll be what it is. Um, But I I think I like the concept of me and God coming up what's best for my life. Right. Versus me listening to the pastor and then be trying to fit into what he's he's saying is right. 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 That's what I don't want. But thank you for coming on. Justin, thank you for being the third co-host. Yes, I appreciate it. I'm hungry. Okay, he's hungry. He's hungry. So make sure you tune in next week. It's going to be a great show. I apologize for our our special guest not being on, but you know what? We held it down without him, so, you know, that's his loss. But until next week, everybody, take care.
Thanks for tuning in to tonight's show. I hope you get a chance during the week to visit our site at livewithwill.com for up-to-date show information, including exclusive opportunities and exciting upcoming interviews. Be sure to tune in next week, same place, same time, for another informative show of real people, real topics, real talk. Let's face it, 